Hey everyone, welcome in to a, another daily editorial here on the KE Report. We're getting an update from Dolly Varden Silver, traded on the TSX Venture Exchange under the symbol DV and on the OTCQX under the symbol DOLLF. We are chatting with the president and CEO, Sean Kun Kun. And look, there's a lot for us to talk about when it comes to some of the updates out of Dolly Varden Silver because just last week, Pretty big week for the company. You announced the closing of the Homestake transaction where you took that project off of Fury Gold and you also raised money from Hecla. Now, I do want to focus a bit more big picture here as the company is focused in the Golden Triangle. We're going to call the broad project this Kitsult Valley project, which encompasses the Dolly Varden Silver property and this newly acquired Homestake property. I know everyone's wondering now, Sean, what's the strategy for the company moving forward? These two projects are quite close together. There's a resource on both of those projects, a gold resource encompassing silver at Homestake and more of a silver resource at that Dolly Varden project. Sean, give us big picture outlook when it comes to the strategy of the company now with this Homestake acquisition. First of all, Corey, grateful for you having me on. Grateful for an opportunity to really explain the new Dolly Varden. I think a lot of investors, when they think of Dolly Varden, they think they know the story. They see it as this old historic mine. We've really changed the company. Um, I've been at the helm for the past two years. And in that two-year period, we've grown the mineral resource by over 250%. And that's led to the market cap growing by 700%. It's led to the treasury growing by 500%. Uh, it's led to more liquidity. It's led to a, a 200% appreciation in the share price. So we have, we've really outperformed uh, you know, 99% of our peers. We're consolidating uh, part of the golden triangle that has seen very, very little uh, exploration. It's got a strong history of production and discovery, but compared to uh, what I would refer to as the center of the Golden Triangle around KSM Bruce Jack or the north part of the Golden Triangle around Redcrest. This is an area that's really been untouched. And what's really motivated me, it all started with the BC government really being proactive in bringing in infrastructure. It, it was um, further intensified by the openness of the Indigenous groups in the area, the Taltan and the Nishka. And, um, and then it's been solidified by big investments by companies like Newcrest and Newmont. And what, I, what I'm putting together here is similar to what Skeena has done, reawakening SK Creek. And they've seen some tremendous growth in share price and market cap as a result. And so that's what we're doing. We're, we've put together a resource here. If we look at it through a silver lens, it's 140 million ounces of high-grade silver. If we look at it through a gold lens, it's almost 2 million ounces of gold equivalent. So we're now at a size and scale where very, very attractive to mid-tier companies. We're not quite at a size and scale where this, I can call this a tier one asset, but because of its grade and because of the jurisdiction, it makes it even more appealing. And so I'm really proud of what we have um, today. We've got 15 million in cash. We have no debt. We've got this high grade resource. Its size meets grade in a safe jurisdiction. Well, Sean, it is an exciting time for the company, and it really does make sense to have consolidated that Consult Valley project with the homestake and with the land you had all together in one project. 
and to be bringing on some of the talent from Fury onto your board of directors as well. But how do you want people to think of Dolly Varda now from a big picture standpoint? Because for a long time, most people thought of you as one of the few silver projects in Canada that was moving forward with a development project with your Torbit Wolf and Dolly Varden silver resources. And now you've got this large gold silver project with the Kitsalt Valley project. How do you want Dolly Varden to be branded in the marketplace when people think of the company? Well, that's a great question. And I think one of the things that makes us truly unique is the fact that we've got this pure high grade silver component. And one of the areas that I see for growth potential is both on the Dolly Varden silver side of the property, but also one of the three deposits that make up Homestake, Homestake Silver has some tremendous growth potential on their silver side. So I want investors, if investors are looking for exposure to silver and gold in a safe jurisdiction, our biggest differentiator, or we're the only company in North America that has brought silver and gold together at size at these grades. You know, there's a lot of gold projects in North America. There's about 170 gold projects that have a minimum of 750,000 ounces of gold. There's less silver projects. There's only 33 silver projects that have more than 25 million ounces of silver. There's only 14 projects that have both silver and gold, but we're the only one that has it at a grade uh, on a gold equivalent basis of better than five grams per ton. So again, for any investors who like the um, prospects and the growth fundamentals for silver and also celebrate gold and understand the golden triangle and understand that this is home to some of the richest gold deposits in the world and you can permit them and, and majors are here to acquire them and develop them. I just think this is a, a very, like in, in the 18 years that I've been in this industry, investing in the industry, managing companies, leading teams, I understand how special this is and how rare this is. I also understand that we haven't been fully re-rated for this new company. You know, the deal just closed last week. Hecla just made another direct investment, increasing their stake to 10% last week. So this is all very new. And most of the world thinks they know Dolly Varden, but don't understand that we just acquired a million ounces of gold and 18 million ounces of silver in addition to the 44 million ounces that we already have. Now, the other part of the story is we've gone through two very successful seasons of exploration where we have not updated our mineral resource. And we've got a very exciting and aggressive season ahead where we're going to be spending three times more money drilling, four times more meters, and having at least four times more news um, this season. And so the potential for new discoveries, you know, one of the big takeaways I want your listeners to understand here, and we've got great diagrams and 3D presentations that articulate this point. There is an area that is 5.4 kilometers from Dolly Varden's most northern silver deposit to our to the newly acquired southern tip of the Homestake project. And there's the five kilometers that lie in between those two mines has never been thoroughly explored. It's seen very, like we, we only, we've only drilled three holes to the north of Wolf. And um, I think the, the big opportunity, the big growth and, you know, soils, gold and silver and soils, the geophysics being in the right rocks, like these deposits are hosted in, in that contact between the Triassic and the Jurassic aged Stahini and Hazelton that host the largest deposits in the Golden Triangle. This is a sub basin 
of uh, the same horizon that hosts SK Creek, Bruce Jack. And so for me, the real big growth opportunity isn't the 140 million ounces that we have in mineral inventory today. It's the potential for finding another 140 million ounces throughout that five kilometer trend. There's a, an, an idea that that's not just around in mining, but the idea of periodicity and the idea of a repeating pattern. And if you look at this 15 kilometer trend, and you see the four deposits that have been identified on our side of the trend and the three deposits that are on the homestake side of the trend, that five and a half kilometers, the chance that there isn't more deposits that are found is very slim. And I only talk about the seven deposits. I don't talk about the hundred occurrences that are just on the Dolly Varden side of the property. So this is a target rich environment. We have the team, the treasury, and most importantly, we have the shareholders that have bought into this vision. We've got seven shareholders that control 85% of this company. And now we've just had reps from our new largest shareholder, Fury. Uh, so we've had Tim Clark, Michael Henriksen, and as an advisor, Ivan, join Dolly Varden to help maximize this opportunity for our shareholders. So that's it. So I'm very excited. I'm, I'm humbled that I, I get to, uh, to lead this company and this team forward. And uh, you know, I'm appreciative to the support that we've had from investors like Eric Sprott, shareholders like Hecla, both technically and financially, they've supported us. And uh, it's I look forward to unlocking the full value here on this potential. Sean, I want to talk a little bit more about this 5.4 kilometer trend, essentially between these two projects. You guys outline it on your website under the project tab. And look, clearly there's some potential in between these assets. And I know a lot of people are wondering, what are the synergies between Homestake and Dolly Varden? Because an acquisition is one thing, but an acquisition along the same trend with a potentially similar geology, that can change the overall strategy. How are you going to go about attacking that 5.4 kilometer trend then? I'm just going to answer the first part of that about synergies. So, you know, I see a lot of M&A deals where, you know, a company has a mine in Nevada and they buy another mine in, you know, Sonora, Mexico. And, you know, and that, that there's potential synergies in terms of, you know, getting scalability and growth. And But this, this M&A deal, these projects are part of the same valley. So from the standpoint, like if, if you go back to a PEA that was published in the spring of 2020 by then called Orin Resources, the, which is now Fury. And you look at the robust economics in that PEA, and now you factor in that for that one mill, you only need one mill, you can bring in the four Dolly Varden deposits, forget finding more in the area in between. And, and how we're vectoring in is you know, radi radiometrics has been a great tool, uh, working with some of the smartest structural geologists, having having the uh, the the gold and, and soils and silver and soils anomaly going right down that 15 kilometer trend. So we're using all these different tools to vector in. We just had Myra Geoscience take all of our data and all the geophysical targets. And, you know, but it's really working with a team that includes on the advisory board, Jody Gibson, that was just named uh, Prospector of the Year for the Yukon. Uh, Ryan Waymark, uh, who's currently corporate development at NextGen, a very talented mining engineer. We've got Kurt Allen, VPX of Hecla on that advisory team. Uh, on, on my board and a technical advisor, Rob McLeod, I don't need to tell your viewers who he is or how many discoveries he's made and companies he's sold, but we've got this 
superstar technical team. And that doesn't even include management or our geologists that are putting boots on the ground that have very, very impressive rosters uh, led by our chief geologist, Rob Van Egmont. But we've got a tremendous team that have all the tools at their disposal. And most importantly, we're in a cycle in the market where they're not constrained by budget. If they want to do, you know, if they want to do a study, if they want to look at uh, whether it's age dating or if they, you know, they, they really have the tools and the budget and the drill budget to test targets. And I really encourage my team, like it's okay to fail on the exploration side. Uh, you know, where can we fit, you know, if there is another 150 million ounces to find, where can we fit it on the property? And so what you're going to see this year from us is you're going to see a combination of focus. I'd say 66% of the focus will be on the homestake side of the property. I want to move some of those ounces from the inferred category into the indicated category. And while we're doing that, uh, take some uh, down plunge depth extension um, shots at, uh, you know, I look at homestake main, it hasn't been drill tested at depth. And what I've learned in my career um, you know, cutting my teeth in camps in and around, including uh, Red Lake, is look, the gold didn't fall from the sky. It's deeply rooted. And I think back to uh, Gold Corp's high grade zone and what I referred to as their Gold Corp pencil, somewhere below the surface is a zone that made Gold Corp, which is now Newmont today, you know, the company it was at, at a peak valuation of $40 billion. It all was derived on the high grade zone. And that point was really brought into, into me. And so for me, when I look at Homestake, I see this tremendous jewelry box at depth. We're going to test it. And at the same time, you know, I, I think we're going to be producing spectacular drill results this year from the Homestake side. We get to go, I get to go and test Michael Henriksen's top targets. This is an ex-Newmont geologist. He's currently VPX of Fury. I get to go and test his best targets on the Fury side of the ground, which is now consolidated under Dolly Varden. And then I get to go back and build upon the success my team had in 2021. We've got our own gap to fill in between Wolf and Torbert. So we've got almost two kilometers of ground. And we had a, a 94 meter step out that we published in December. And then we had some um, drilling in and around Torbert where we had some significant uh, success from the Kitsall vein. So we've got a lot of infilling to do on the uh, Dolly Varden side. And what I envision is after all this drilling, we'll put out a new 43-101 that will include 2020 drilling, 2021 drilling, and then the 2022 drilling that we go out and do, which will be a, a program that's at least three times larger than what we did last year. And we'll incorporate all that into a new resource estimate. And then we'll incorporate that into a preliminary economic assessment. And I think that, you know, this is a company that already has enough meat on the bones to attract corporate investors, to potentially attract the takeover bid. But we're in an environment where the property has not been hit hard. And uh, we just got five and a half kilometers now. Um, you know, I think about Great Bear and I think about Dixie and I think about the $1.8 billion acquisition from Kinross pre-resource. And, you know, for me, Dolly Varden's a little bit like Dixie and that this five and a half kilometers in between is kind of like our LP fault. If we hit here, it's game over. And uh, it's exciting for shareholders. Well, Sean, I was going to ask you about the potential of a takeover. 
just as someone that's followed along with the company as a shareholder back when Hecla tried to uh, make an offer on Dolly Varden a number of years back. And I know that they've stayed current and their land package surrounds you, but maybe you could speak to not just Hecla being a potential suitor, but any of the major producers that want a significant high-grade gold and silver deposit in a safe jurisdiction that's easy to permit. I mean, what do you think the odds are and where could this go as far as being on the menu for some of these larger producers? Yeah, no, that's a, that's a, that's a really good question. I can't speak to Fury's process, but you know, my understanding is there is a lot of interest. But for a lot of majors, having these two projects under you know, what I would refer to as like fractional ownership, not having them unified, not having it consolidated under 100% interest. It didn't quite meet the criteria that mid-tiers and majors are looking for. Now that we've unified, we've had dozens of inbound interest from companies that are looking to diversify in a safe jurisdiction that really celebrate the Golden Triangle as uh, as a location and a camp that they want to consolidate. And so for me, you know, what I need to do as a CEO is I need to exploit the full potential of our property. I need to put in all the low hanging fruit here. And then once we've taken this project as far as we can, and and while we're exploring it, while we're growing the mineral inventory, we're also de-risking it. You know, we're looking to extend our existing road that takes us from Tidewater right onto the property. We're looking at extending that. We're looking at de-risking it. We're looking at baseline environmental studies. We're treating this program and project as a major would. And so that will make it very, very easy in the future if we're not the ones that build this project. And, you know, I would love for a company that has cash flow and has the expertise and the long history of production to come in and develop it. But ultimately, we've got to move it forward as if we are going to. So we've built up a team that can do that. And, uh, but I think the first step is what do we have here? You know, is this a, 100,000 ounce producer for the next 20 years, or can we double the resource? And and I think that this season's drilling is going to really shape, you know, how we how we go and develop and what type of mine plans and what what type of production profile this combined project is going to have in the future. All right, John, we'll wrap it up here. Thank you for this update. And thanks for really summarizing the strategy of the company now moving forward with these combined projects, let's call them. It was a significant deal for the company, actually, for both companies involved. And when that field season starts for the company, boy, oh boy, it sounds like you're going to be getting on the ground quite quickly. John, thank you, as always, for your time. Everybody, if you have any questions, please email us either fleck at kereport.com or chat at kereport.com, and we will get those answered for you. John, thanks again for your time, buddy. Keep us up to date on future news. Thanks, guys.